Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not Only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise. But it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAers. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about RHA, diving into how HA works and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery we're in there answering your questions in the dms as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other it's incredible it's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other it's so good the ha society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery no matter what stage you're at whether you have ha We've got a few recovery periods, we have your back, and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join, and the link is in the show notes for you. Okay, on with the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the HA podcast, joined here by, I guess, everyone's favorite guest, Ashley Smith, my co-coach hey, hey. in the HA Society. She also uh, takes the 50% of clients that fall over on her side of the fence when people apply. And we are recording today just to kind of do like a catch up and talk about, um, talk about HA. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Ashley. 
Hey, yeah, just kind of do it. I think that this is always great where uh, we just have a, where like we naturally catch up and troubleshoot and share wins, share themes, share and just learn from each other really. Yeah, exactly. You, you guys can be in like a meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you fly to the wall in our yeah, meeting. <laughs> exactly. So we, we had already started kind of talking a little bit about this before we jumped on, but then I was like, hang on, let's start again. Um, talk about client progress that essentially should help you guys sort of see the different issues that people are facing and how we might approach it with a client. And then you could apply it to yourself or just get some validation, if anything. Yeah. Uh, One of the things um, I think it's a misconception is that we just do coaching just to get your period. And I actually have probably three or four clients that have already gotten their period back, but they want help sustaining or they can feel the pull back into old habits, mindsets, um, where they are like, I know I need to keep my period, but I'm having a really issue with what is, what is eating look like now? Yeah, that I had just this morning, I got an email update from my client and she'll, I mean, maybe she'll be listening. Maybe she won't, she knows who she is that she had actually gotten a period back quite a while ago, but we, we kept working together just to improve each of the parameters, right. To be like, okay, well, you've got your period back, but uh, your luteal phase is still kind of short and your basal body temperatures are still a little bit like below average, which tells us there's a metabolic issue. Maybe there's a thyroid issue, but there wasn't, but um, she, what actually happened was we're like, she was kind of happy with her parameters. We finished our time together. And then she messaged back and she was like, Hey, I think I'm going backwards a little bit. Can we do uh, one call? So we scheduled one call. Um, and I actually like took her back through the intake assessment almost from the start and had her submit food logs and everything. And yeah, like old habits had kind of seeped in and she was like, uh, taking a caffeine pill. She was walking a lot like a, a rep for her job as a physical job and running to work and just doing all these little things that although we had gotten her period back while doing some of those things she had been like doing more of those things but like eating less of what she should be so in that one call um we basically identified those things had a path forward and she just emailed me this morning that she's pregnant so because that's what she had been trying to achieve and she's like I feel like I'm doing everything right and I'm just broken and it's like you're never just broken we can always pinpoint something there's always something oh absolutely um so yeah so kind of on the theme of clients who've already gotten their period back I have a one client and one thing that's kind of been a theme in the group, and so it's interesting when themes come out with clients, but it's really stuff that someone can relate to, is we were talking about, um, even though she has her period, she still thinks about food a lot. And so this will happen sometimes um, where someone's body will turn on and will have a cycle. And then that's where most of us are like, okay, peace out. Bye. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yet we uh, have not worked on the mental side of things. And so I've actually not worked with this client before. So I'm actually coming in on the second part of her journey. Um, and so really we kind of got to the root of, well, 
long story short, like we peeled back all the onion layers and it kind of came down to this pivotal moment in middle school about a comment made it came back you know about her mom almost like not reassuring her that she was normal and she's fine and she's perfectly fine the way she was and a different outcome happened and how since then eating bigger portion sizes it was not pleasing to people so she has carried this all the way through that if I eat smaller portion sizes, then that means that I am doing good. I am good. Mm. You know what I mean? That this is um, this is what society basically wants, right? And so it never really we don't really it resonate with that so much, right? Yeah. And so really, like, what does that look like now? Having that core belief about food and about yourself while trying to maintain your period which means that you kind of have to go against that core belief. And so I think that's where we kind of uh, have to pause and be like, is this true or is this um, like someone else's twisted core belief that I would like, like, you know, like accepted and made a part of my belief and you know what I mean? And so obviously like there's going to be this tension with that. And so really working through that, which kind of then led to, which I'm seeing with all my other clients. And so let me know if you're seeing this too, is um, it's not that I don't believe people when they say that they're binge eating. Cause you know me, like I'm totally like, I'm, I'm like there with people. Um, but because we're so afraid of eating more that when we feel full, we call it binge eating. When we eat bigger portion sizes, it automatically means binge eating to us. Like, like, because we want it in the quote unquote bad. So, yeah. So bigger portion sizes to her actually symbolized to her that she was binge eating. And I was like, but it actually could be that you're actually just hungry and that your body just yeah. needs a second serving. So yeah, there's you know, a difference between having a second serving and having a binge. In- yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so thinking about, so really what, what we're working through is how do I relate to food and how does that relate to my body, my worth, my identity? And this is all why we're having a lot of mental hunger. So it's not just, yes, of course you could definitely eat more. So we're working on that, but there's so much more tied into it. So it's been good. I've actually really been enjoying working with clients who have already recovered their cycle and are really looking for freedom because they haven't achieved that yet. It's the freedom that they're looking for. I mean, it's definitely like uh, most fulfilling to be able to watch someone's journey the whole way through, not just mm-hmm. up until getting the first period. But and and uh, yeah, I just had another girl. We just finished up together last week, actually, and it was just really cool. She went from zero period to getting one, and we stuck together for the next three months to get her three beautiful cycles right and that same that same thing where it's like yes there's tactical things to do like make sure that you're um you know whatever eating more like not allowing old habits to seep back in all that kind of thing but she really like the majority of what we talked about was just like reflecting on progress and taking a minute to what you're talking about, right? Like just unpack why 
and where these weird belief systems are coming from in order to continue doing what she needs to do to avoid uh, going backwards because she really wants to get back to the gym, not in the same capacity that she ever did, but to be able to like move her body again, um, you know, three days a week. She should be able to do that. And so I, we, we don't really need to talk about like how to make sure you're eating enough to sustain training. Like she knows that what we need to do is talk about, you know, when you go to the gym and you don't max out, what does that mean? When you go to the gym and hear people just talking about like cutting and that triggers you to kind of want to cut too, you know, what does that mean? And what, what are you actually going to do instead? Yeah, I think it's definitely um, partnering with someone as they walk out their, their healing, right? Like you've achieved it. And now what does it look like to walk it out and to sustain it, right? Um, absolutely. Because just because I think we tend to put so much focus on getting our first period back that we kind of like go blank about what, like what life is afterwards, right? And it means that I'm potentially going to be at my most uncomfortablest, if that's a word, in my body, because it's probably the most weight I've gained. I'm probably still very puffy, right? And what does it look like to still keep eating when I'm at the highest I've ever been and I'm at the puffiest I feel and to still, and to not go backwards, right? What does it look like to create now a healthy relationship with working out? What does it look like now to create a healthy relationship of balanced meals? Like, so one of the things that's interesting is kind of going on the other end, I'm, I'm working with someone who IVF did not work. And, um, and I actually have a couple clients like that, but anyways, one of the thing is, um, kind of talking about what is it, the, the importance of nutrient dense food in a way that's not dieting because we can eat a rice cake in the morning or two rice cakes in the morning but there's no nutrients and so if we are nutrient depleted just simply from not eating enough is rice cakes really going to bring us to where we need to be and there's nothing wrong with rice cakes i love a good old chocolate rice cake all right i know people don't like it but i do so I have nothing against it. I have nothing against it. But is that really going to help us bring our period back? Or is that really going to help us lengthen our luteal phase to where, yes, calories are calories. But right now we're kind of eating, quote unquote, empty calories. Hence why you ate it when you were dieting. I have nothing against broccoli. I love broccoli. Or sorry, zucchini noodles. This one gets me all the time where I'm like, I love you. And I totally enjoy zucchini noodles as well. Right now I still eat the real pasta. So it's, you know what I mean? But the reason why you're eating it is because there's nothing to it. So if there's nothing to it, then there's no nutrients being, you know what I mean? Being deposited into your tank that's already low. Mm -hmm. So that's the current theme as well now is I get it that we are, uh, that it may be uncomfortable eating breakfast first thing in the morning 
and it is a step that we're now eating something, but now we have to move past that step if you want a different outcome. Oh my God. That's what we said we were going to talk about in, um, in this episode. It, <laughs> yes. Cause we, we had something else we wanted to address on this call and like not, neither of us could remember what it was. And we're like, Oh, well, anyway, on with the show. Uh, but yes, it, it was actually about this exact thing, which was, um, you know, working with our clients and they're like, I've, I've started eating double the amount of food. I'm eating more food. This is what the science says. But then we look at the food log and it's all high volume stuff. Do you remember this now? Yes, it's all yes. like, um, yeah, the, the zoodles, the zucchini and noodles the that's tri- zoodles. triggered me. Yes. The fat. Yeah. So the rice cakes, that's like one of them cakes, too. That, the yeah, rice cakes. Yeah. And so please know that we are not anti your zoodles and rice cakes. No, no, but no, no. In, but in this season of your life, in this season in, in your health, it is not moving the dial forward. Yeah. It's just like you're just doing nothing. more full. You're <laughs> yeah. right. And so think about um, one of the first things that we see from some of our clients that come to us and be like, I've been doing this for a couple months. I'm still haven't been gaining or I haven't gotten my period back. And most of the time it's because when we look at their food, it's not nutrient dense. And this isn't for us to go on whole foods only, you know what I mean? Um, but really there's, there's really nothing in rice cakes and zoodles and so yeah, we can't like- eat more volume. So that's, so, so this is the thing that we got on a tangent about is that eating more food doesn't mean more volume. Eating more food means eating more nutrients. Yeah right? Important distinction. Very important because we can eat rice cakes and diet Cokes and all these, or you know what I mean? And it's just not going to move the needle forward. And so a lot of our times, a lot of the time our clients are frustrated that they've been putting a lot of effort, but they're not moving forward. So they really just feel like they're spinning and they're not crazy. They are kind of spinning. Um, so that's where we just come along lovingly. And that feeling of fullness can really trick you. Uh, totally. Like, mate, I get, because dude, when we were tracking our macros, hardcore, hardcore eating, like heaps of low calorie things, I felt, zoodles. I felt stuffed all the time. Yeah, I would eat like a whole punnet of strawberries or a whole punnet of cherry tomatoes. And like, I would make soup, right? Because broth, um, I would make like a huge, huge soup that, I mean, I, this is going like, TMI, but I would then to the point of pooping liquid. Oh, so wow. I mean, because if you it, just yeah. if you ingest that much yeah. liquid, you, yeah. so so like, but but not caring because at least at least I, I was full. At least I yeah, yeah. I like hit my macros. So. Yeah, no. So I think yeah, that's and so we do have a surprise coming up in January, um, and she can mm-hmm. edit this out if needed. Um, but just more of what does it look like to stop dieting? And a lot of our clients come to us, they're like, I have stopped dieting, but your habits have it and your mindset hasn't, right? Like, like, and then, so we, we applaud you and we're there with you and we're pumped that you're like, I've made this decision to recover my cycle. And our goal is just to come alongside of you and help you point out the blind spots of where mm-hmm. you're still potentially dieting. Like there's no room for zoodles anywhere. Yeah whenever we're trying to get our period back other than like you simply like it and you're going to eat a small amount of it yeah hey are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally 
I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. And it's hard. It's hard because it's like a tough love thing that, I mean, I don't know about you, but I I sort of hate having to do tough love, but it's highly effective. Um, And I needed it myself, but I'll have a client. He's like, oh, but I just really like eating this way. Or no, back that up. That's not even true. I have a story in my head that they're going Mm -hmm. to say, oh, but I just really like it. And then I'm like breaking their heart or I'm, um, you know, just be like the bad guy because I'm telling them that they need to do better during this process. But I mean, it's kind of true. And when I, when I do say it, I put myself in that uncomfortable position and I'm like, Hey, so I see that, you know, everything on your food log is, um, like super low calorie, or you have no protein in in here, or you have no fat in here or whatever, that they're going to feel like called out, um, in a negative way, but they never, they're always just like, "Mm, yeah, Yeah. I, I agree. (laughs) Yeah. I actually just got off. So one of my clients, she's bomb. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy all my clients. I, I really do. Um, I mean, crazy but I talk to them more than I talk to my family (laughs) oh yeah that makes sense (laughs) definitely but um 
Um, she does meal cam, and so she'll just take pictures of her food. And just mm-hmm. because we have such a high, strong history of macro counting, like I can look at anything and already know, right? So what I had to do today a little bit is, you know, our goal is always focusing on balanced meals. And that means that having all three macronutrients present at each meal in some way, I don't care how you do it, but let's get it done other than rice cakes and noodles. Um, but I had to be like, hey, girl, I think we're barely pushing 100 carbs here. You know what I mean? Like, I know that, that this was not your intent. But if we're going to get this cycle up and running, we're going to need more. And then, you know, and so that can feel very like, like judgmental, but it's like, girl, I'm just coming out of love a hundred percent, but, but, uh, we don't need some more, you know what I mean? Or, um, yeah. And so it's never, yeah, it can be feeling like tough love, but I think at some point, like, would it be love if I didn't say it and you still didn't have your cycle? Yeah, no, uh, uh, like yeah. you have to take a like second and be like, love. this is what this person is paying me for. <laughs> tell yeah. them to tell them about the blind spots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and blind I'm, spots are can be a little tension, right? Um, so kind of one of the blind spots that I actually have with with that that I've noticed with my IVF clients is that they've come from such a rigid routine of a massive medical intervention that when I explain the process of eating more and resting, they're like, wait, is that it? That's Uh, it. And then they almost don't believe that this is going to work. I mean, I know all of us go into this, not believing that it's going to work. So we Mm -hmm. all can relate, but I think someone who's gone through like scheduled timing of hormones or shots or uh, procedures and implantations and extractions and these things like and then when they hear eating more nutrients and gaining weight and resting is going to get this up and running that IVF couldn't do they're like I think I'm wasting my money <laughs> right uh-huh. I'm like no I swear I yep. promise you like we're going to like, get this, this is this is the protocol and it's like mm-hmm. it's just fair it's very holistic it's uh mm-hmm part of it's emotional and it it's usually simple things right big rocks we have that episode that a lot of people totally. like to talk about the big rock it's usually that um but well, also they're not, they're not doing the big rocks while doing all these IVF things right? no they're not yeah and then also on top of it like they're so used to being able to they're so used to being on this IVF schedule that it is a massive thing when they can't schedule out natural healing yeah yeah. And I'm just, I'm just like, woo. I mean, but so all of us do. Everyone with AJ here has got like a calendar. It's probably color coordinated, and we ain't missing nothing. And it's jam packed. Oh yeah. And- Even for me, it was like, okay, I'm gonna eat this way for exactly six weeks, and then I'm gonna sit like, yeah, you know, totally, <laughs> right. And so, so everyone has scheduled out. But I do think, like, coming from that side of things, it can be like, what do you mean that I can't just schedule out this ovulation at this day? The other similar thing that makes people go like, huh, is that uh, we don't do blood tests, right? <laughs> like we don't, right. we don't send you off for blood tests and be like, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Because, and I always have to explain this, right? Because we don't need them. You don't have a period and thus we know where your hormones are. They're <laughs> suboptimal. Yeah, they're low. And, and then, you know, because we use the chart as a diagnostic tool, we can see, right, um, if you're not ovulating 
we can see what's up is probably some estrogen issues. If your luteal, uh, yeah, luteal phase is too short, or if you're seeing spotting mid-cycle or early on in your luteal phase, we can tell by that, that progesterone is low. I don't need your numbers. And so people are just like, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I don't mean that in a mean way. I probably would have said the same thing too. So PS, everything that we're saying, like, like, we've Dude. said it. Yeah. I was about <laughs> to say the most like extreme people. Uh-huh. So, uh, so someone who tested everything under the sun and even monthly before, and now as a coach, I don't also really look at bloods and it's not that I'm not capable. It's just, you get so much more information from someone's chart. Like I can you see, yeah, you just get more I can see healing happen by how your chart is changing. And I can't like look at a blood test, right. With the date and time be like, okay, so on that one day in time, like, what were you doing? Whereas with it and, and get much information, but with the no, chart, well, I can well, be like, well, Hey, so last Monday. Through, yeah. But with a chart, you can be like, Hey, last Monday through Friday, what were you doing? Because your mm-hmm. basal body temperature is super low and you um, you know, you typically ovulate somewhere around this time, but we're seeing it's delayed. Like what happened? Like there's so much more information or in the case of HA where you, you don't have any kind of like typical ovulation pattern, we can be like, oh, hey, you, you saw your first batch of cervical mucus that you've seen in like seven years. Let's reflect now back totally. at the previous two months, what changed, what was different and what worked. We, we just can't do that with mm-hmm. bloods. And so that's a part of like what your that's what we're doing here in yes. our work. Yes. So if, so if you come to us for coaching, know that we're probably, uh, I mean, it's not like a do or die, but I'm definitely going to ask to see your chart and, or like ask that you chart. And because honestly, like you can take a snapshot, just like you were saying, like, this is such a perfect example and your estrogen may be high and then you're expecting to like ovulate soon. And then you don't, and then you don't know what's going on because you're not charting, mm-hmm. but if, but if you were to chart and have the same symptoms, I could see, oh, that was a follicular wave. Your body is trying. This is great. This is great. As in that, I just looked at someone's chart and they just had two follicular waves back to back. And I'm like, this is proof. Everything is working. We like, like, like your body is not sitting idle, but I would not be able to see that from, because think about all the hormones pulsate, right? So it just, and it's such a snapshot of, that one day and girl, I need to see seven days. I need to see the whole month. I need to, you know what I mean? Yes. And I think it, I don't think it's a disservice. I think it would be a disservice for us to require people to do it monthly or require it to in, in order to work with us when, when your body is already telling you so much. And that's part of what I teach my clients. And I know you teach your clients is like, I will go through their chart with them and be like, you see this, this is what's going on. You see this, this is great. This is what we're looking for. Oh, do you see this temp drop? No, things didn't crash. No, your body's actually trying to ovulate. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So being able to teach them in order to see so that they can look at their chart and not feel confused, but they know what's going on. And you know what Um, else? Like, I also just can't do that. You also shouldn't have to have access to i mean of course we we should all have access to medical health help right um it's like testing and all that and doctors and all that kind of thing but i don't believe you should need that shit for this issue oh yes yes. we shouldn't have to have all of the information around the health of our cycle by going to get blood tests like it just that there's a 
a disconnect well, there for me. Well, I know also even for me, like, cause I think I had my blood test probably two weeks before I wound up ovulating. So four weeks before I had my first cycle. Right. And so all I saw was that it was at this one number. And then all I know is that it rapidly changed within two weeks in order for me to ovulate. And so because I wasn't temping at that time or because I wasn't taking blood tests daily, or, I mean, I think that probably even the best thing, but it's so expensive and I'm not anti it. It's just the cycle mapping for the Dutch test. And that's where it, it measures your estrogen and progesterone throughout your cycle. But when you are trying to get your first cycle, that could be four weeks. That could be six, eight, 12. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it could get into the month range. And I don't think that you want to be paying that for months and months and months on end, but that's, but I think that that would be the only other thing and temping is free. Well, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's free. free. And it's sh- just like we uh, have and it's reliable. Coaching. So, I mean, I just don't want to burden. I think our biggest goal with coaching is keeping the, keeping the main thing, the main thing. And that mm-hmm. means focusing on the basics and not pissing about most of us come into HA with all this knowledge because we've sat here and Googled everything and read every book, listened to every podcast, done every single thing, joined every single group. And now we have all this information and we almost feel more confused. And so I really do believe the reason why we've been so successful is because I know I try to keep my clients from being distracted and focus on the main thing. Like, like you may have a food allergy. However, I have seen those clear up once your weight is restored. So I don't know if running a food allergy test is really going to keep you from exactly cycling. Now, does it play a role? Probably, but how much is you being underweight plays a bigger role? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we, we have the evidence in the research to show that like this is not, this is more linked to a weight, a weight restoration issue than an allergy issue. Yeah. When, when you start going down this path, more things clear up and Mm -hmm. right now you could get a blood test and it could just tell you, um, you know, it's going to show you a snapshot of time of your body. Um, you know, potentially like a reflection of lots of different things happening whereas like the the chart is specific to the reproductive system right anyways that's this was fun (laughs) that went I swear when we talk um it goes so quick because I just like looked at the time like oh okay we've already been we've already been doing this for ages we should do more of it um definitely yeah so okay let's like Let's just recap the moral of mm-hmm. this story here. Um, yes, that coaching is for all stages of beginning mm-hmm. your cycle, getting it, maintaining it, um, and really for working on the areas that you feel like you don't have freedom in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. really what it is. Yes, like uh, getting your your whole life back in every single way, and that recovery can can and does look different for everybody and it does kind of it it needs this individualized approach very much so we can't all just like read a blog post or a book about how to get your period back and then have that be one blanket 
recommendation because there's in people are coming from different backgrounds um, with different issues, different stories in their head, different like feelings around food and different definitions of things like binging and mm-hmm. not eating enough or eating enough. Like it's all, it requires someone with a keen eye to like interview you and, you know, help you see your blind spots. Yeah. And I think it even requires like sometimes just doing some digging and just seeing what happens. I mean, meaning that like we have to seek out whether is this a mental, is this emotional, is this stress, is this strictly food? You know what I mean? Because most of our clients come to us with all these tests already done. So there's no need for us to require them to do more testing. I mean, I came into this with like a CAT scan of my half with helmets, right? Like, and I'm not the only (laughs) one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah totally yeah i love it mang exactly guys this has been fun if you want i assume you all want more chats between ashley and i uh let us know we could do this again i feel like we should do yeah other topics the Drop monthly them. the monthly coaches call <laughs> mm-hmm. all right well thanks everyone um come hang out with us if you want to work with ashley if you want to work with me just go to the hasociety.com forward slash coaching um fill out the application there just tell us about yourself and I review all of them um you just kind of tell us your background how long you've had HA how confident you are that you have HA things particular struggles that you think that you have um I review it I pair you with one of us or you can request one of us and we will just like yeah get started solving this whole snafu (laughs) (laughs) get to the bottom yeah well thanks guys and if you want to find ashley on the instagram she's like ashley underscore marie underscore smith underscore underscore (laughs) (laughs) links are in the show notes y'all thank you bye hey there it's me danny and i want to tell you about temp drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method, both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device. So you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are. And that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, Again, we do recommend manual temping, but once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, My wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. 
So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle's not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop, and we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, Eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural this is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society.
Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.